0: what's going on guys welcome to the against all odds podcast today mimi looks like a nice little barbie it's
1: <laughs> like i, I was going to say pepto-bismol
0: you do kind of look like pepto-bismol thank you is it bismol or bismo Bismol. okay
1: pepto-bismol
0: <laughs> rolling trump <music> Okay, so we are back in California now. We talked about this in the premium podcast, so we won't go into a lot of the details because that was for our premium members. But anyway, we're back in California now, and I have such like an, a soft spot in my heart and everything for California. I love the beach, the blue skies, the warm weather. It's summer. It's just a very nice like vibe going on. I don't think
1: on. it's summer anymore.
0: It's still August.
1: I know, but I think it's... I remember someone posting something on Instagram and they said, in, in honor of like the last day of summer or something.
0: Maybe that's for kids going back to school.
1: I oh, think, no. I, I, I think that, I'm,
0: I'm pretty sure that summer ends in September or so. Maybe it's looking up on our phone. Just Google it. Okay. But anyway, so we're back in California. Um and i've done all like the essentials the only thing i haven't done is got in and out but i will get that soon i've been trying to eat pretty healthy for the most part um i've had god in chipotle twice which was amazing <laughs> Maybe just googled it and realized September that 22nd it's-
1: then someone lied on their instagram because it said that
0: uh, it's so crazy that someone wouldn't be telling the truth on Instagram. right? <laughs> um, but anyway, it's just been like really great. We've had Chipotle. We've been driving on the right side of the road now. How's that? Uh, you never drove in New Zealand. So. Yeah, I did. When? That one time. Oh, one time. Like 10 feet.
1: I drove the, around all of Ireland, though, on the left yeah, side. Yeah,
0: yeah, but like I'm not saying you wouldn't have any... You have, like, the switch? Yeah. Well,
1: there's still, like... You still have to go through a switch, though, in your head, even when you're the passenger, though. Because when I came back, even when other people were driving me, I was like,
0: what? Yeah, for me, like, I... Even when Mimi's driving or I'm driving or whatever, I'm like... oh, Like, I have to make a very mental note of, like, which side of the road is it. It confuses me still. Like, making left turns, I still... I just don't even know now. I'm so... I've been switched so often now, or so much, that I'm like... I can't... I'm like, it doesn't even... I don't have even have a preferred side.
1: That's why I'm driving.
0: <laughs> yeah. Even, like, walking up the stairs. That's okay,
1: because back in Portland, you don't have a car anymore anyways. So. Yeah.
0: But even, like, walking up the stairs, too. Yeah, like, that I'll, always gets I'll, me. I'll, like, go over to the left-hand side of the staircase, and I'm like, ah, oh, no, go back over to the right side. Yeah. I feel like I'm always in someone's way, no matter where I'm walking now. Um, and the only other big thing that's happened that, that where I'm like, oh, my God, I... A kiwi is when we were unloading the dishwasher. Or no, loading oh, it yeah. up. And I was like, Mimi, can you stack the, dish- stack the dishwasher? And I'll just, I'll do it. I'll clean the dishes, you stack it. And you're like, stack it? I'm like, oh, I mean, load the dishwasher.
1: Yeah, I was like, okay, kiwi. <laughs>
0: yeah, you made fun of me. But because in New Zealand, it's stacking and unstacking. And here it's loading and unloading. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was like, I, it was a fully unintentional thing that just came out. I had I, In my mind, I really thought I was just speaking normally. And all of a sudden I said stacking and unstacking. So that was kind of cool. But other than that, it's been like a really like seamless um, re-entry into the U.S. And I mean, it's always nice to be home. Has anything like, have you had any situations like that? I mean, you were only over there for like a month and a half. Mm -hmm. But still that's enough time to have kind of like those things.
1: No, honestly, I didn't have even noticed anything. Nothing? I have like gotten to pay... And I started like kind of freaking out in my head, like thinking like, cause I was looking for like bills and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, like you said too, with prices, like in New oh, Zealand, yeah. we would like half, like it was like about three fourths. Yeah. We kind of did in our head like mentally and I'm still kind of doing that. And I keep forgetting about taxes too. Cause I went shopping today for my <laughs> friend's birthday and I saw a price. I was like, Oh cool. Like all I need is $10 cause it's on sale. And then I go up to the register and then of course like there's tax on it.
0: Man, the taxes added on are so dumb.
1: I know. Because in other countries, like, the price is advertised is the price.
0: If it's 99 cents, you can pay with Except a dollar. Except if
1: you're in Fiji. There's, like, 10 different yeah, taxes Fiji different.
0: <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think the other thing for me, too, that has been, like, a little culture shock even coming back is um, I went six months or five months without having a, with any data on my phone. And I couldn't make calls. And I couldn't send text messages. Mm-hmm. I could only send iMessages. And I could only use my phone with Wi-Fi. So still, like in the last three or four days being in California, we've been walking around and, and I like panic when I need to send a text or call somebody because I can't. But then I'm like, wait, I yeah. can't. And like it's been so nice to be able to use my phone and data now like anywhere around. And I think like the most the, the funniest thing was like uh, I signed up for something. And it said, okay, here, we are send you a text confirmation. And I'm like, no, because I couldn't do that in New Zealand, you know? Mm-hmm. I would say, like, I can't receive text messages. I have to put in an email. And then so I I was like, no, 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 I freaked out. Like, crap, I, I, I can't receive text. And all of a sudden, a second later, the text goes, bing. I'm like, it works. <laughs> so that was something I, like, took for granted being back in uh, being back in America. Mm-hmm. Um but, yeah, so that's, like, we're just back here. We're here for a few more days and then going up to Portland. Um, I'll explain the plan. It's There really isn't a plan because it's been – when you're in off season right now and I'm trying to, like, train with some teams, it, it's just kind of, like, wait and see. So I'm in, I'm in limbo right now. I'm really not technically in offseason yet, I would consider it. I'm still trying to train with a team somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll talk about that. I talked about that in the premium podcast, and I'll talk about that for sure in vlogs to come. Um I just feel like I'm talking about it so much now.
1: Yeah, I think you've already explained it a yeah. few times.
0: Um, how, how, and you feel like you're in limbo right now, like not being able to do, like settle down or do anything. Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's weird because like you don't even know if you should unpack your suitcase and I don't know like when I'm going to Portland or if I'm going to Portland. So then I don't want to get too comfortable. I don't know. I just feel like until we get an apartment in San Diego after you do these like team things, I feel like I'm not going to feel like... Yeah. Yeah. Just figured out.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, well, that but is the... Whatever. Yeah, but whatever. <laughs> That's just the life. That's life. Um. So that was like the update portion of the uh, the video. But now I got, I've got. i been reading this book called Tribe of Mentors by Tim Ferriss. And I'm about 10 pages in because I'm a slow reader when it comes to this kind of yes. stuff. He falls um, asleep a lot, <laughs> I fall too. asleep a lot. But the, he basically interviewed these mentors, like 140 mentors, and...
1: And they're all like successful CEOs and stuff like that too Yeah, right? and, and actors and
0: you gave them like these 11 questions and a lot of the questions probably didn't apply to us because they were like you know whatever but I picked out three questions to ask you and i want to ask you these just to see what your response is hopefully it doesn't take five minutes for you to think of an answer
1: <laughs> I'll answer quick
0: that's okay like, you can take your time I can always edit this up lay it on me alright uh, so first question is what purchase of, of less than $100 has most positively impacted your life in the last six months, or in recent memory,
1: last six months. Yeah,
0: this is a hard one. To, I, this I is know, a hard one. You're
1: gonna have to edit out some like yeah. thinking time because
0: this is like a one that you really have to think over. Are you gonna
1: answer them too?
0: Yeah, I'll answer it as well. I mean, I haven't thought about it. I'll have to think about it right now too. I'll go first, if I can.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I would say that the number one thing that's positively impacted my life for less than a hundred dollars is paying people to like. Even paying you, paying Tyler, paying Luca to film my games, film. to work, like to work for me as like employees, to be in my videos, to help me out with stuff. Because before, when I was poor and had zero money at all, <laughs> I couldn't spend that money, and I or I didn't feel comfortable spending money, you know, fifty dollars, a hundred dollars for a video, mm-hmm. when I wasn't making that much money for the videos. But now, like since the videos were getting more and more help, I'm starting to get sponsorships, and you know everything's going better. Um, I've been spending it to, to like almost delegate work for others, you know, for like to film my games, to you film my training sessions and do a lot of extra stuff for me. I had like people kind of like Olivier come into a video and he just literally was my passer for the entire video, paying people and doing stuff to like almost grow a business that's a good one is like investing in myself a little bit and a hundred percent that has made so much of a difference i can focus less on the camera and focus more on the training actually get a good
1: training session
0: yeah exactly it's and it's and it wasn't like
1: that's good yeah
0: and it wasn't like it really moving the tripod took away from my training session it just made my training sessions be about two and a half hours versus now an hour to an hour and a half and not all because all i do i'm like yeah you just move around the camera i'm just gonna train you film you know, and it's boom, I get it over an hour and 30. And it's a great training session. And so that for sure.
1: Can I do like, uh, mm. multiple purchases that are under a hundred? could add up. Yeah. Yeah, sure. One huge one for me, which is going to sound kind of stupid, but is buying home magazines mm. because I spend, I mean, some of them are pretty expensive, like 12 bucks, but normally they're just like $7. And I get one magazine and I just go through every single page and I look at every single caption and I research every single company that I see there. Mm -hmm. And that just provides me with a lot of content. So I think that's been worth the money Mm -hmm. completely. I think another one is gonna sound really weird, but it's my sunglasses. So I'm trying to protect my eyes and I'd never wore sunglasses before and now I'm trying to and I feel like I'm like living in a whole new world. So that's another one under (laughs) a hundred. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I feel like there's probably something else. Yeah, but now, right off the bat, that's what comes to my mind.
0: I want to brag about Mimi for a second. She <laughs> has been posting like, you know, she has her Mimi Estelle Instagram, and you post all your design stuff that you get from all of these home goods you know, thing that you find in magazines. Mm-hmm. And what would you say? Like every tenth one, that company responds and comments and says. Now like,
1: I think it's even
0: less than less. More.
1: I think it's probably one in every four.
0: And so. I don't want to speak for you, but a big thing that you, you know, and bigger YouTubers or Instagram people or social media influencers or whatever, it starts off where it's like you're not even noticed. You know, you mm. tag all these people, you tag stuff, no one notices you, you get no attention, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden you start getting what you're doing right now, little comments, likes, and it's exciting. Like, oh my God, the company that I, you know... Showcased here with 160,000 followers, yeah, just liked good. and commented on my photo. Mm-hmm. and then it's going to build up and build up. and as you build more of a following, more credibility and keep growing everything, it's going to turn into collaborations. And it's going to turn into full-on sponsorship deals where companies will literally reach out to you, Mimi, can you do a company showcase on our spotlight, on our product, on our furniture line? and you know, here's $10,000 dollars for the promo? We'll even send you the furniture.
1: That's the plan. And that's
0: that's yeah.
1: Yeah, I've been I've been finding like cool companies and just making like collages of my favorite things from their lines or from their mm. companies what they offer, and like they don't pay me to do it, they don't ask me to, but I'm just doing it and I'm tagging these companies, and I'm trying to do it so much and just try to branch out and tag as many companies as I can, and even like just mention them in the in the captions or whatever and. It's cool, though. Like, either a lot of them will comment, you know, like, love this or heart or, like, thank you for making this. But even when I just see a like, like, even when they just like it, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my
0: God. And, like, it sounds almost, you know, I I bet there's people out there thinking right now listening to this, like, why would you do that for free right now? People are going to be like, why would you do that for free Mm -hmm. and give them the spotlight versus charging them? But that's not the right mentality to have, I believe. Yeah. It's, it's, you have to give out so much content and value and show people like what you can do, you know, and to do this and to grow and to show out give out your best work. It's like on YouTube, I'm, I always give out my absolute best yeah, drills. Free, free, free. I give free workout. Pro- I give, I give, I give. And then it's like, if you really want more, you know, grab their attention, get noticed. Then I have stuff that you can buy that is like fully, you know, packaged. And I spent yeah. hundreds and hundreds of hours on. And still, I'm selling it for 5 to 50 bucks, And that's like hundreds and hundreds of hours of work. And so I'm not saying that my work or my time isn't worth that. And the same mm-hmm. with you. I think that even now you could get one or two companies to really pay you for this. But I think it's so much about value growing and, and thinking of the longer-term picture. Yeah. You know? And
1: can I talk about the email that I got from that one guy? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got an email from this company. It's a furniture company in England. And he emailed me and sent me a couple pictures of their stuff, of their furniture. And he just said, hey, like I saw your Instagram. I like what you're doing, your account. If you want to mention us, that would be really cool. Like here's a link to our website. And he wasn't offering, you know, to pay me or anything. But this was the first company that reached out about being... I guess promoted on my page that wasn't just like some random you yeah. know, sponsorship because I had the greetable thing. Yeah. But this was the first like actual furniture company that looked at my page and was like, Hey, if we get on there,
0: have you done that yet?
1: I emailed him back. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: And then you're going to do it for free. Yeah. As well. So I
1: looked, I looked at the stuff on the website and I really oh. liked it. So I said, I like replied to him and I was like, Yeah, like, I'd love to feature your products on my page, like, and I showed him the thing I made for it, and I'm going to post it in a couple days. And I think
0: it's so important, too, at the beginning stages is to not get overzealous and be like, just because a company reaches out to you, or even if they give you money, but you're not in love with the product to, to do that, even if they're like, hey, we'll give you 200 bucks for it, like... If it doesn't fit into your aesthetic, then other companies would be like, no, I don't know if I want to do that. Exactly. That's why
1: the first thing I did was I clicked on his website Mm -hmm. and I looked at the products that he tagged or that he um, attached to the email too. And I was like, this is kind of cool. I like this. Because
0: I get so many emails of companies, sports, betting stuff stupid mobile apps um like for games and stuff that mm-hmm. i you just like don't i like i don't like it like it's it's something that i don't want to be promoting and what's
1: different though is that your whole platform isn't about promoting other companies yeah uh, mine i'm trying to make that like be one of the sole
0: the business the business because yeah.
1: i almost want like my page to be like a magazine kind of yeah. so when you open it up You're getting ideas, you're getting inspiration, you're finding out about different companies, different lines, like, you know, what's in style, trending, like everything. It's not about like me so much Mm -hmm. right now. It's more about showing just what there is. Because I think as a creative person you always need these like outlets where you just learn and get inspiration and stuff.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's cool. So that's cool. So bring it back the basically both both the things that impacted our lives the most for less than a hundred dollars were the Magazines for you that, and the same thing the delegating and putting out work, yeah, to all go back into it. they investments into you, yeah. And
1: sales. I see it like some people would think, like, if they went to a bookstore and bought magazines, that that would just be like for leisure, you know. Mm. But I look at it as like an investment yeah. into my company. It's, everything is an it's investment. Re, I call it like research. I'm like, I need to go research. It's the same now. exact
0: thing when I watch YouTube videos. It's like, I'm not gonna lie, I do enjoy watching YouTube videos for pleasure, mm-hmm. but like, um i'm watching every transition like I, you know i was watching a jeff nippard nippard i don't know how to pronounce his last name jeff video where he he's a very you know weightlifting guy that talks about the Scientific, science behind yeah. stuff and even it's like he almost has like Mythbus mondays and he talks about that stuff like and i'm watching these like he's showing a research study and then zooms into it then the page swipes out and then the transition comes in I'm yeah like, then
1: you're like learning what it's so think.
0: cool and it's like it's his his um uh, his quality of the content is so much better than mine. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's just something to strive to. But it's like always, you're always thinking about how can, you know, I turn this into helping me out, you know, in my business or my company or my game or whatever, you know. So cool.
1: I like these questions. Yeah. What's the next one?
0: What is an unusual habit or absurd thing that you love?
1: <laughs> this is good. Yeah. An absurd. Okay, you have to think of your answer too.
0: Okay. What if we try to think of each other's?
1: okay yours i know yours
0: that was quick <laughs> yeah
1: whenever you take a nap you have your hands in your pants <laughs>
0: <laughs> i
1: do every single time
0: <laughs> it's so it, all the Does guys it just
1: make you comfy it's
0: so comfy it's all just, every hands every just, guy out there that's going to be how, how you're going to
1: be in your coffin. That's not... <laughs> I'm going to tell them to put your hands in. That's
0: your not face. unusual, though, because I swear, every person listening to this, if you're a guy, you've had a nap with your hands in your pants, and it is so comfortable.
1: <laughs> I've never seen you nap without doing that. It's wonderful.
0: And I remember, too, even, like, You always put night, a
1: head... I mean, a pillow on top of your head, and then your hands are just in your face. <laughs>
0: the pillows to block out the light, So I'm light-sensitive, like, yeah. in terms of... I'm a heavy sleeper, but with light, I am not heavy sleeper about. So, like... And the hands of the pants is because it's comfortable. (laughs) so funny.
1: No, I can't
0: Uh, think of it. Oh, your sleeping thing is every time (laughs) in the the morning when you wake up, Mimi puts like, she'll be sleeping on her side and this arm is straight up. Straight up up in the air. she put her hand, like for those of you who are listening and not watching, she puts her hand, her palm of her hand on her like side of her temple and her elbow is pointing straight up towards the ceiling. And she just, it it, like balances up there. (laughs) it's the weirdest thing i don't know why i used every single morning
1: remember how i used to wake up in college too i used to wake up like this
0: with with her hands one hand on her palm on her forehead the other palm on one of her cheeks
1: i don't know what it is but it's only like in the morning time
0: yeah yeah only in the morning it is so weird but those are just absurd things that we do when we sleep but like if, in terms Weird of habits, things that we
1: love or that are like habits. Mm.
0: I, I'd i say with Mimi, it, we've kind of talked about this like eating habit, but it's more of like with anything. Like if I want to show Mimi a YouTube video on my phone, a 10-second YouTube video, <laughs> a very quick clip. that All it's going to take is I like pick up my phone, I show her, 10 seconds, put it down, and she will laugh. She goes, no, 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 hold on. And she'll get up, she'll walk and fill up her water cup, come down, get the blanket all situated, sit down, get comfortable, fix her hair, come over. Everything's gonna be perfect. Put chapstick set her, on? Yeah, put chapstick <laughs> on, put, set the water down. Okay, I'm ready. Five <laughs> seconds sound like That was the biggest hype for nothing.
1: Yeah, I have to have everything perfect before everything I start. Everything needs something.
0: to be perfect before you start any anything, and it mm-hmm. drives me insane. It's
1: delayed gratification. I delay everything until it's perfect timing. <laughs> And then but I enjoy it. I
0: that. understand that, but there's like for that all it is is like it's it's not even a YouTube video. It's it'd be like an Instagram I like know. Snapchat story or so or Instagram story, which I'm
1: surprised you still show me stuff.
0: I know. <laughs> 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 Alright, well maybe we'll we'll put a rain check on a, a usual habit of mine. I think I've talked about a lot of mine actually in video, so it's hard to think of a new one. But um but yeah, those are just kind of weird things going on. The next and last question. Is, oh wait, no, no, no. There's two more questions. What is a bad recommend? Re, what is a bad recommendation you hear in your profession?
1: A bad recommendation.
0: Yeah. So, like, for me, professional soccer player, everybody's like, "What should I do? What should I do? What should I do?" What should I do? But what should the aspiring kids that want to be a professional soccer player? What should they straight not listen to? Oh. What's bad advice that it's given to them that they should not listen to? So in terms of interior design. I think
1: there's a lot. But no, I I
0: want to hear yours and your business. Or if you can't think of anything, we can just talk about soccer.
1: No, I think there's a lot in interior design. Even people on my Instagram, like, you know, all people message me and they're like, what color would go best with my living room? Mm -hmm. And they want like one answer. And I think the worst recommendation is people, like if somebody actually gave them an answer. Mm. If that makes sense because a lot of times with design, it's like it's like art or anything creative. It's like a lot of it's just up to interpretation or what you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like not everybody likes minimalism. Not everybody likes mid-century. So yeah. there's not like one answer. And everybody just it's like soccer. They want like one quick fix answer. One skill. Yeah. Or they'll just like ask like one some broad drill. question like what would look the best right here and it's like first of all i don't know what function this room has mm-hmm. i don't know how much time you spend in it i don't know what type of people are going to be in there how much use how much usage like there's just like this huge
0: so anytime there's an easy answer for something or how to design a room that's something they should have listened to yeah that makes sense
1: it's just like a lot and a lot of times too like i'll read like magazines and they're like you know, the five things everybody needs to put in their living room. Oh, yeah. And it's like, no. Like, that. <laughs> there's so many different ways to go about this. And yeah. they just, it's like the magazines that give, like, you know, the five exercises to get a six-pack. It's like, that's not realistic. There's yeah. a lot of different ways to go about it. Build a booty back. with
0: these five exercises. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, uh, there's just a lot of, like, just kind of quick, quick fix advice mm-hmm. that I think isn't true. Mm-hmm. That's why whenever I make a post or something and it is about like something that's trending or how to get this look, I always say in it, you know, take this with a grain of salt. Like yeah. you don't have to have this pillow to make this look right, yeah. you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Makes sense.
1: That's just what first comes to my mind.
0: That's good, yeah. And there's so many with soccer. Like, I People that's, think
1: you're a doctor.
0: Yeah, th- th- that, but that's, that's <laughs> actually one thing is I think the, the, the worst thing. Like a bad recommendation that I hear in my profession all the time is when it's from coaches or people who aren't very qualified. Even like, even for me, I'm not a qualified doctor. I'm not a qualified physical therapist. Don't listen and put all your eggs in one basket. Basket from one source. Like so many people were like, they'll hear from their U twelve coach that weightlifting will stunt their growth, and then for the rest of their life they'll think weightlifting stunts my growth. Mm -hmm. I won't work out, and then come eighteen. You know, college coaches, professional coaches are going like, look, you're really good, but you don't have a professional actual like athleticism. You yeah. know, you're slow. You're not strong. You put, get pushed off the ball too easy. And it's like if that kid at age 12 would have started weightlifting safely and properly and that coach said, oh, no, uh, it's going to start your growth instead. And he went, no, come here. We'll teach you proper form. It won't stunt your growth, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think the worst recommendation is when it's like, Comes from one source for anything. Like, I hope that, like, even every single thing I say, that every single person out there double checks it on Google. They go talk to a doctor, they talk to a physical Never believe therapist. believe anything. Because he it's says. like, I've even seen videos too where it's like, they'll even, a doctor or I see a physical therapist will be saying, like, oh no, you know, because there's like a max limit of how much protein you can have. Like, a nutritionist will say it. And it's just wrong, you know? And it's like, well, that was, I mean, it's outdated a lot of times. And it's like even people that are highly qualified can still not know mm-hmm. the most recent data or the most recent findings. It's like I do do a lot of research, but even then, I can just be kind of like the way I answer a question at Google could be wrong. So find – I would say the worst recommendation, it's not even the worst recommendation because there's every single thing, every facet of the game, there's bad recommendations. What? But hold on. But the but everything, everything there's bad recommendations for, so it's more on the player and on you guys to – not listen to a single source vary your answers and do your research on everything sorry for cutting you off
1: that's what we call a shelly rant <laughs> he loves his rant no i was just gonna say that with nutrition and i'm sure like with sports and lifting and stuff too even though it's a science like it's technically a science it's still like an interpretation of data like oh, all nutritionists are gonna say something different yeah. Like meat's good for you, meat's bad for you. Carbs are good, carbs are bad. Like even even though there is science, everybody interprets it differently. Yeah. So you also have to take that into account too. Like yeah. even though they're a professional, they still have an like an opinion on it. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Even with a leg uh, extension machine, yeah, it's so divided. You I know, know every time you half do that. people are like, no, you should never even touch a leg extension machine. And then half the people are like, no, that's an excellent machine to uh, isolate your quads and even to improve your patellar tendon uh, tendon strength. And it's like, and so another thing, like I said too, is to not just take a single source. You know, for me, I've always been about experimenting and trying out everything mm-hmm. on my own as well. You know, I, if so many, I've if someone i had so many people tell us it's going to, you know, start your growth. I'm like, well, I, I it was like, would hear that. I'd be doubtful, did my research, talked to doctors. And I'm like, okay, every, this one guy says it will, but these 10 sources say it don't you know same with the leg extension it's divided how it feel for me well for me you know i was told by my physical therapist and multiple physical therapists to do it to strengthen up my patellar tendon and for me it doesn't hurt that at all you know yeah. it actually i my patellar tendinitis feels better when i am loading and doing it better
1: i saw you comment that one time because mm. someone commented they're like no like that hurts your patellar tendon or whatever and you're like i remember you comments you're like Well, if it hurts you, then don't do it. But for me, it doesn't. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep doing it. So it's just like... It's kind of the
0: same thing. It's like there's no one piece of advice for everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, there's bad recommendations and bad advice. There's so many. Everything. There's so many. Everything, yeah. Go with your gut and also do your research. All right, last question. I like these. In the last five years, what have you become better at saying no to? What new realizations or approaches helped you do that, like help you say no.
1: There's there's one book that you let me read when we were in St. Louis. I don't know if it was the one thing or the four-hour work week or...
0: I think it was the one thing.
1: One of those things where it said, it even said there, like, you need to get better at saying no. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was like towards the end. And that like totally changed my output on life. And I'm trying to think of exactly what... Do you remember what he said exactly? Was that Tim Ferriss again?
0: Mm-hmm. No, it was somebody else. It was the one thing. I don't know who wrote the one thing, but...
1: I've just learned to say no to things that aren't going to help me and like my situation. And I don't mean it in terms of like hanging out with friends or anything like that, but.
0: <sighs> well, I think there's two, for me, there's two things. Like I've gotten, I think what's helped me say no to people more. Cause I was the biggest yes man ever. You know, I always went like about pleasing people having, you know, no enemies, you know, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I, when I started becoming lead on all this stuff, I got so many requests to do so many things, you know. Yeah. And it was all stuff that wasn't going to help me at all, but it was going to help everybody else. And I would always do it. And I do think that's good to, to do stuff without any expectation to get anything in return. Yeah, Because I think that helps build your brand and build everything. But it gets overbearing and it, it, you get overloaded with work. And then I get to a point now where it's not just kids asking for help because I'm all about helping kids. You know, If a kid wants to know why he can't have pre-workout and why that might be unhealthy for him, I will go and write a couple paragraph entry for that mm-hmm. just to help that one kid that will take a, you know, 10 minutes out of my day. But now it was almost when companies would have kept on asking, can I send you this you know, to show in your videos? Can you do this for their company? People you know, wanted more and more. It's almost to take advantage of me versus yeah, not asking you've gotten, for help. A lot better, it was but. people taking advantage of me to help and promote their business when I was just going to be basically, everything was going to look bad on my mm-hmm. part. And so I got a really good at saying no when I felt like I was being taken advantage of. And it was just that realization because I started to, I did a couple things like that, you know, promoted brands and I was like, okay, well, and then I got kind of trashed in the comment section. Like why, are you, you know, for whatever, I was getting negative feedback and I'm like, I'm going out of my way to do this. I'm getting negative feedback and I'm just, nothing is going, I got to learn to say no. And then I also think it, um, I've always been pretty good with like friends to say no when it's been, um, I, I think it's good to balance your life with friends and have fun. But there's been times where you're like, no, I do have a training session tomorrow. I can't go out with my college friends, you know, that yeah. aren't on sports teams. And I think one dragon Stoikov, and this is in St. Louis, he really like, he was so good at saying no. I remember specifically Dennis and like sorry Milan and Dennis were coming into the apartment and they asked if they wanted to go and get dinner and then go see a movie. And I had a lot of work to do, but I said um, yeah I, I can go because it's just like you know I was like yeah sure I didn't want to say no. And Dragon just goes no, and and I was like everybody was like what? And Dragon just goes mm, no. And then Dennis and Milan go why not like why don't you want And Dragon just goes because I don't want to straight faced and i was like i love it i was like wow awesome and i was like you I know what it. i don't want to go either <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're but, such a follower you were but such no, a it follower it was
0: it was like like opened up my i actually did end up it was i think it was to go see kong skull island and i yeah, hated you that you regretted
1: movie. that didn't you i hated
0: that movie yeah and um but like Dra- uh, dragon just goes no because he didn't want to see the movie He didn't want to go and he's just like no it's not that he didn't like dennis or milan it was just that he didn't want to do it and and they were just, we were fine with it. It wasn't like, oh, mm-hmm. Dragon hates us. But I kind of felt like if I said no, they would think that I hated them, you know? So I don't know. Meeting other people like that and, and Dragan kind of was like the moment. I think
1: I've always been good at saying no. I think you have too. <laughs> a, like, a. a... Like, that situation, Mm -hmm. if I didn't want to leave my house or, like, leave my comfy bed, I wouldn't go. Like, it wouldn't even be an option for me. I'm not not a person who, like, has to say yes. My brother's, like, a yes man. Mm -hmm. He's always down for activities. He, like, can never say no. And then he exhausts himself. (laughs) And I'm like... No, I'd rather be comfy. Like, I'll I'll totally do what Dragan <laughs> did all the time. But yeah. in the last, like, year when I was working, that's when I was super busy because I worked five days a week. And then I had my school. Mm-hmm. And then on, like, my one day off, I would feel bad and go help my mom in her kindergarten class or, like, go help my dad with something. And I remember mm. I kept texting you. I'm like, I have no time for myself. Like, I have no time to do anything that I want to do, like, for my Instagram or for YouTube or anything. And then you... I remember like you told me or I realized it or something that like sometimes you just have to be selfish for yourself Mm -hmm. and put yourself first so that later in life when you are successful, when you do have money, like you can, you know, treat these people and have fun. Like being selfish now means that later on in life, you'll be able to do more for other people. Mm -hmm. So it's like this trade off. And I've learned how to do that better. Yeah, you know, I don't know if that makes sense.
0: Remember, we had that question about what surprised you.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I
0: thought about it when I was editing it, and it was how care, um, not careless. It was how selfless you were with that stuff. Yeah, like even when my become elite was making no money or I was not a pro, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna train. Can you help me film? Can you do this for me? Can you drive me over here? Can mm-hmm. uh, and you did it all. And that was, like, a, I know. absolutely. Like, even if I
1: had, like, a final or something, yeah. I was like, no, like, Shelly has to film this video. Yeah. Like, like. But the, that's when it can be, like, my downfall, though, because the, it it negatively the, affects my life, you Yeah, know?
0: And I, there were moments where I was, like, even would think, like, wow, she does so much for me. And then I'd be like, would I do that much? Like, would I sacrifice that much, like, for her? And I'm like, <laughs> I would, I would hope so, but, like. I don't. When it, you come to a bookstore, <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like, that's why, like, I've been, I've been really trying to, even with, um, like, your Instagram or if, if you need help photoshopping something or anything that I can help with, what you need to do, mm-hmm. I'll help you, you know, or support it anyway. Keep that in mind. Yeah, but. <laughs> You know, it definitely, it was. I yeah, but you'll
1: regret saying that though, because I'm so picky with everything.
0: <laughs> That's true. I mean, that I feel
1: bad again that you have to the help. The Against
0: me. All Odds podcast logo took about 25 iterations. You should.
1: I kept them all just so one day we could maybe do like a slideshow and just show like. I, delete, I deleted them
0: changed. all so I, I could get rid of that painful
1: memory. <laughs> it was just funny too because every time you text me you're like, "Yeah, this is the one," I'm like. That's cute. He thinks that that's the one. (laughs) He thinks it's done, but it's not. And I was like so patient with it. I was like, okay, I'll break it to him tomorrow that we're definitely changing that font. Like, (laughs) because I didn't want to upset you. Uh,
0: But anyway, so that's the, against. Oh, one other thing I just want to talk about is uh, we watched the Cristiano documentary.
1: Oh, yeah. By the way, it's not called CR7. I thought it was. It's It's called Ronaldo.
0: So we watched Ronaldo and it's, it was. If you're a premium
1: um, podcast listener, you'll know what we're talking about. We talked about it last time because I thought. It kind of reminded me of your mentality, so we wanted to see what you thought.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think there was as much mentality talks as I thought there'd be, but like, just the the thing that I got from it was just how cool it was to really see. The insights into his life. And I, I mean, the games and the stuff that you see were all cool. And I thought that even the documentary showed a lot of the games and it covered 10, 20 years of his career. Mm-hmm. But so much of that is like stuff you already see, you know? Yeah. And the stuff I really like, like the stuff that I was like, wow, that's cool was like when it was the outside shot, like looking into Cristiano Ronaldo's home. Yeah, and, and it's just it was like, it was all, like, it and was all yeah, Ronaldo's just like, you know, they're cooking just him and with Cristiano Jr. And then they're like, you know, he's putting on his, taking off his shoes, getting him ready for bed. And he, and it's Ronaldo's voiceover and he's just going, you know, I spend most of my time like alone. Like it's just me and him. I come home from training. I turn off the TV. We shut completely off. Everything from the outside world is off. And we just make food. We play. We train. And I just, like, I'm finally in an environment where there's no stress. And that, those moments, that insight into their brains and to see what it's like outside of everything, Mm -hmm. outside of it, it was what I loved. And I thought that documentary did do a great job of showing his full career, and it had to have. But, like, this is why I wish that, or why I think vlogging imagine if he vlogged and like really became natural at it or even hired somebody to vlog for him you know and just like to follow him around with camera just like that did every single day you know like that but in but showed all but that's of what the, you're doing yeah but you um, don't need
1: him to do it you yeah do i would
0: I'd gain zero subscribers yeah. my channel would be dead
1: i thought i thought you did a good job of showing you you made like a, a vlog or two a while ago about Kind of like the lonely side of soccer. And I felt like that documentary kind of showed what you were talking about. Yeah. And you've showed it too. Because even though you have 200 and whatever thousand YouTube subscribers and all these Instagram people. Like even though you have all these people in your life kind of. Yeah. You can still feel like lonely
0: mm-hmm.
1: at the same time. And even though you're being watched by all these people and you know you're in the spotlight. Like you can still be lonely. Yeah. Which is like this weird like paradox.
0: Yeah. It's pretty much just I mean every single day is workout train work on something Mm -hmm. edit something um emails and then just hanging with you and then that's and then whoever else if it's your family or my family whoever i'm with but even then that's like a lot of social most of the time when i'm actually with a team it's just that you know and so it's yeah it was just yeah that's just part of it but um it's just different, but I love that. I love those documentaries like that. And I even saw one. I mean, I've seen, there's a lot of the Ibrahimovic documentary. It shows that side too. And you start to see, you know, all these pros, it is it is very lonely. And like and it's like what Ronaldo said. It's like, he's like, oh, we suffer. You know, like everybody sees what we have, but it's because we spent so many years suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, he cried every single night when he was away from his family training in, I think, sporting Lisbon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, train and he cried every single night when he was there away from his family for years and it's just like wow you know know, he was saying like
1: everybody sees like the eight cars that i have or like the 10 cars and the The house and the whatever they don't see the suffering side of it
0: yeah and i love that like it just it makes it even just for him i mean and he's like the most publicized athlete ever but like it just makes them such a real person mm-hmm. when you show the insights of it, and that's what I really want to show with my channel. Is like, yeah, you can see my games, you can see my game footage, but yeah, I just want you to see me like as a real person, you know, and the insights into my life. Yeah. And hopefully, you gain something from it, whether it's a training advice, whether it's just connect with me, whether it's to connect on a similar wavelength, but whatever. But yeah, the documentary is very cool. I'd recommend it to any of you who. Half Even if,
1: U.S. Netflix. Yeah,
0: have the U.S. Netflix. Or you could probably stream it online somewhere. Yeah. All right, but that's about it for this podcast. I hope you guys liked it. We, it? we
1: never went back to that one question about the habits. Might have to touch on it next time.
0: Whatever. All right, peace.